Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello and welcome to another episode of But Why, but this is something a bit different. It's a condensed version. It's our favourite conversations about tricky subjects, revisited and reduced into bite-sized chunks. Hello and welcome to another episode of But Why. The podcast is all about digging into big questions and tricky topics via honest conversations. This week we're going to be looking at codependency and as part of that I guess people pleasing. And I am talking to Joe Westford who from everywhere I look you seem to be the expert on this. You're a codependency coach who specialises in helping women to recover from codependency so they can feel content and secure alone and have healthy fulfilling relationships in all areas of their lives. She is a recovering codependent herself and the creator of the wildly worthy codependency recovering community, as well as the anti-pleasing, anti-people-pleasing podcast. My brain is going wild because there's so much I want to talk about. So I think that, you know, codependency is, it, it can affect anybody, but it is much more common in women and people who are socialized female. Um, so, you know, tra- even trans and non-binary people who are assigned female at birth because, in the kind of patriarchal society that we live in if you are perceived to be female there are certain expectations Mm -hmm. of you um and that it that's that you will be maternal you'll be a mother figure and what does that mean Mm -hmm. um again in this kind of societal expectation uh perspective it means that you're going to be selfless that you are going to give of yourself um to everybody else first and foremost um that you are gonna you're not gonna have boundaries that you're gonna care for other people Mm. you know as your first priority and you know above all else and that those are definite and also that you're going to be nice and polite and kind to everybody regardless of how they treat you um and yeah those are traits that very much play into codependency so there is definitely like a big part of just our societal structure that conditions us as women and people socialized female to be that way yeah and it's hard isn't it because there's there's a lot of lovely things about all of those traits Mm. um and uh, but yeah when we think about codependency it's what it's when the balance has shifted uh, or, or I mean you're the expert on this but how do we know when something when that goes from being an okay thing to be doing to something that is potentially detrimental to you I suppose so yeah I think you kind of alluded to it there and it's when it gets out of balance Mm. it's when you are when you're giving too much and it's to the detriment of yourself but it can also be to the detriment of others so um codependency traditionally I mean codependency was kind of discovered as it were and coined back in the 80s um in the uh the rehab centers for people with drug and alcohol addiction because Mm. people that were working with addicts realized that they had this common pattern of partners who were 
seemingly from the outside very caring but were actually enabling them in their addictions because they were so caring to the point where they actually weren't helping their partners recover in some way the codependent people actually liked being able to rescue or fix or be the savior of these people and so although they cared deeply for them and loved them in the way that they knew how they were actually keeping their partners stuck in addiction mm. and so the balance can actually tip when you are caring for somebody you think you're caring for somebody you think you're giving and being generous that you're actually not helping them mm. you're not helping them to you know as a child to grow and evolve and become independent and as an adult you're not allowing them to be an adult to mm. take care of themselves and to mutually take care of you um so that's where the dysfunction kicks in I think when you hear codependence, you blame the person who you, who is allowing the dependence to happen, but it's actually not the case, is it? It, it? It's a bit like blaming alcohol. And I say this to someone who's sober. Alcohol is, is, is the weakness, but it's my relationship with it, which is the problem, not a, not a, a substance that has no... It's yeah, like a, it's not it's not crawling down your neck. No, exactly. It's just, <laughs> it's just liquid in a glass, you know. Yeah. And and I, I think I think that's a really hard thing that we have to accept that the way to break codependent, you know, you can have partners who and general relationships who can help you out of it. Um, in fact, I've got a friend I'm thinking of who has codependent tendencies like me, and I'm I'm very active in pushing back on her and say, yeah. "No, you've done enough." draw the line here thank you but no thank you um but ultimately you have to take responsibility for yourself to move out of these behaviors I think yeah I mean I do quite often compare codependency to uh, substance addictions because they're just so much easier for us to understand because they seem so much more linear um which makes sense you know you don't need alcohol and drugs to survive we do need relationships mm -hmm. as human beings to survive. So it's quite hard when all you have really known is dysfunctional relationships to then learn how to have healthy relationships. Mm -hmm. It's similar in that way to eating. You know, if you've got an addiction around eating, you can't survive without food. So you've got to learn to do it in a healthy way, which is so much harder actually than just being able to go, right, that's it. I'm just going to not do it. If I don't do it, it's, it's very clear with alcohol or drugs when you are kind of healthy or sober, because it's a it's a constant assessment. You're constantly having to, you know, feel your feelings, you know, communicate, reassess, readjust all the time. Mm -hmm. um, but it is really useful to think of codependency as an addiction. This has been some quite light bulby moments for me, but I do know that I've try, I'm trying to flex some more of this. And sometimes you can just, I'm thinking like on group WhatsApps and, and you're trying to, this is all theoretical, but you're trying to organize a weekend away, for example. And my, mm -hmm. my go-to is to get all over that. Mm -hmm. and, and, and sort it. And part of it is, yeah, I like researching. I like finding places fine, but, I, I know that I, I lean can have the tendency to lean far too far into that mm. and it's quite empowering when you can just sit there and go hmm I'm not gonna do this let's see what happens and actually in time someone else will come out and do it and yeah. and it's absolutely fine I just and again it really reminds you of drinking of that oh, I want to have a drink now actually I'm just gonna pull back and try and get part through the next hour 
and then the moment goes and 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 so often it is that isn't it it's catching yourself on your instinctive reaction to any situation you know hearing someone oh we're moving out next weekend I could really do with a hand and you're just like I'm gonna bite my knuckles I'm not gonna be the one to do that unless I really genuinely want to and I've got a free Saturday and it's not gonna impact anyone else it's just resisting your own urges isn't it yeah definitely that um slowing down that's one of the biggest pieces of advice that I give to clients is like slow down in everything Mm. um you know the classic is like in a meeting at work if you're if you're that person that always volunteers for everything just hold back Mm. just shut your mouth for 60 seconds Mm. and somebody else will volunteer or someone will get picked Mm. and you see that it will get done regardless Mm. and this is the thing right either it will get done or it won't and the world will not fall apart if you don't do it your little internal world might fall apart a little bit but that's yours to deal with and that's yours to work on and heal and process but the world will be okay Mm. it all still keeps turning and this is the kind of weird thing that codependent people have as well is like I call it the inferiority superiority complex. So we have this fundamental kind of inferiority complex, like we have a fundamental lack of self-worth. That's where codependency comes from. But then we almost have this like godlike superiority complex of like, I can do this better than anyone else. Oh, I mean, thank you so much for such a um, useful and, you know, you know, personal, but also fairly universal conversation I'm I it's helped me a lot and I'm sure it will help other people and you're doing really great and important work oh thank you so much Clemmy it's been such a joy to speak to you oh there's two super emotional people